Hey, thanks for pushing play and inviting me to hang out with you for part of your day. Welcome to the Stronger Together podcast. I'm Risa Ganell, licensed clinical marriage and family therapist. I'm a wife, mom, or Ema, as my daughter calls me, and stepmom. With 25 years of experience as a couples therapist, five marathons under my belt so far, and a passion for helping relationships thrive. Let's all get stronger together physically, emotionally, and in our most important relationships. Let's get to it. So I've been a marriage therapist for 25 years or so, and I've worked with a lot of different couples who come to me for a lot of different reasons and have a lot of different issues that they present to me. And I remember talking with one couple in particular several years ago, you know, they had come to me for some issues that they were struggling with, some resentments that had grown and problems that had arisen in their marriage that they just couldn't work out on their own. And after working with them for probably about eight or nine sessions, things were a lot better, which of course is always very satisfying to me. I really feel honored to walk next to people on their journeys and that they trust me enough to share some of their most intimate moments uh, and struggles with me. So at this eighth or ninth session, and we were talking about how things were going and things had really improved, and the husband said to me, yeah, you know, things are so much better. It you know, there really hasn't been any aha moment, any big thing, but things are really a lot better. And I thought about that for a moment. And I said to him, I'm really relieved to hear you say that there hasn't been some big aha moment. And he looked at me a bit surprised. Like, really? Shouldn't there be some big aha moment? And as I said to him, and I will say to you, for the most part, in most relationships, There is no big aha moment that changes everything. It's the small things that go on repeatedly day to day that help things get better or help things decline. They worked hard at doing the small things repeatedly to make the changes that brought them closer together. And I encourage you to do the same. In this Marriage Minute episode, I'm going to try and keep it short. I'm here to talk to you about one thing that is small, but extremely impactful. And that is expressing your appreciation. You know, appreciation is really a part of the glue that keeps couples connected. And it's not just saying thank you. Thank you for doing the dishes. Thank you for emptying the dishwasher. Those things are important and I don't discount them. But I know for myself, and I think for many others as well, when you hear thank you over and over again, it sort of loses some of its potency, right? It doesn't have the same significant meaning when you hear thank you over and over again. So on a deeper level, a more spiritual level, expressing appreciation is a way of truly experiencing and expressing thanks for the goodness of something outside of ourselves. Expressing and experiencing the goodness of something outside of ourselves. When I thought about that concept and connected it to appreciation, it made me think of when I go to yoga class. One of my favorite parts of going to yoga class of course, is when you get to the very end and you get to do shavasana, which is where you lay down flat on your back and just relax 
and take it all in. You allow your body to drink in the experiences of the class. And of course, the class is led by an instructor. And that instructor, in most classes, at the very end, after Shavasana, you sit up, you sit legs crossed with your hands at your heart, and the teacher says, Namaste, the light in me acknowledges and appreciates the light in you, or the light in me loves the light in you. And that's how I really started to think about appreciation and the importance of expressing appreciation. At the end of that class, that teacher has really taken me through all these different poses, all these different ways of thinking and breathing and moving and relaxing. And I'm so grateful for it because personally, I can't do it on my own. I need a teacher to guide me through, to help keep me focused, to allow me to let go and bring different thoughts into my mind and allow me to accept what my body is able to do at that moment in time. And so when I get to express namaste to the teacher at the end of class, I'm really expressing my appreciation for that guidance and for that connection. And that is also so important to do in our marriages, in our relationships, in our friendships, is to express how grateful we are for the contribution that the other person makes to our life. And I'm not just saying it, it's really shown in research and in studies that expressing appreciation significantly increases the probability that a couple is going to stay together. So for example, in a study in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, 50 committed couples were given a week to fill out an appreciation journal. And if you've never done that, I really encourage you to do that. And what this study found was that when one partner felt more appreciated, he or she tended to appreciate his or her partner more the next day. So what does that tell you? If you begin to express appreciation to your partner, they're going to start to feel more appreciated and reciprocally express it to you. Those couples who had ongoing reciprocal appreciation were less likely to break up in the next nine months. Appreciation really helps to develop trust and respect. And it's a skill that you can learn and that you can cultivate and that you can grow and get better at. I'm going to give you five ways, five tips for expressing appreciation. It's more than a simple thank you, like I said earlier, though that's a really great place to start. If you notice that in your relationship, mm, you guys don't really say thank you very much. Start there. Start saying thank you so much for folding the laundry or thank you for taking out the trash or thank you for putting the kids' toys away. It's a really great place to start and it's simple enough. Start noticing the things that you do appreciate. Okay, so tip number one is right, just start right there. Start with a simple thank you. But tip number two is to use eye contact and body language to show that you're really listening to what your partner is saying. Expressing appreciation doesn't have to be done solely with words. It's done in nonverbal communication cues as well. So really looking in your partner's eyes when he or she is talking instead of being distracted by the kids or the dishes or whatever task you're working on or the computer or your phone. <laughs> really show with your body language that you're paying attention and that you're listening. That is a way of expressing appreciation. Tip number three is to use touch and physical encouragement 
like a hand on the shoulder or an encouraging pat on the leg, something like that, to show that you're physically there and that the two of you are physically connected. It's an additional way of showing appreciation. And tip number three, I want you to think about expressing appreciation for who your spouse is as a person, not just the tasks that they do. So I'm going to say that again. Express appreciation for who your spouse is as a person, not just the tasks that they do. So an example of that would be, you know, I really notice that you are just really great at calming everybody down when the situation gets tense. And I really appreciate that about you. Or you are so organized, you know where every bit of our money is spent and you keep track of it and it helps us stay on track with our financial goals or things that we want to buy. And I just really appreciate that about you. So think about who your spouse is as a person. I mean, that's one of the things that drew you to him or her, right? Okay, next tip. What number are we on? I think we're on number five. (laughs) That would be remind them of the things they've done in the past that really touched you. It's okay to reach back into the, the past, go back to the future. No, go back to the past and think about things that you recall that really just moved you and really appreciated about the other person. It could be something they did for you. It could be something that was last week. It could be something that was last year. But use those as reminders, not as scolding, right? It's not, yeah, but you haven't done that for me lately. No, it's, you know, I was thinking the other day about how when you were away and I was sick, one of the things that you did was you made sure to call me every day. And I really appreciated that. You checked in on me and that made me feel connected even though you were away and even though I was sick and feeling miserable. So go back into the past and use those things as examples of things that you really appreciate. One of the things I'm also going to encourage you to do is don't wait. Take the initiative. Don't wait for the other person to start expressing their appreciation for you. Really take the initiative to be the one to do this. Another thing is I really do encourage you to use an appreciation journal. I spent one year taking five minutes each night with a special journal that I had grabbed off the shelf at Target and wrote down two things that I appreciated about my husband. And I did it for a year. And then I gave it to him as a present for his birthday. Can I tell you, during that year, there were things that I just wouldn't have noticed, wouldn't have paid attention to. It wouldn't have registered in my brain if I hadn't done that. And it made me feel much more connected to him. And he certainly appreciated that gift at his birthday. And it's something that he still has in his nightstand. You don't have to do it for a year. (laughs) Do it for a week and really take notice of how it changes what you pay attention to, because what you pay attention to is what will grow. And you want the things that you appreciate, the things that are working, the things that are going positively to grow. All right, that's your marriage minute for today. I hope that you find it helpful. And please join us on our Facebook group. We have a Stronger Together community on Facebook. Just type it into the search bar, Stronger Together with Risa Ganell, and you'll find it. And please request to join. We'd love to have you so we can talk further about these podcasts and I can learn from you what you'd like me to talk about. Let's all get stronger together. So part of getting stronger together is when I get input from you. Please subscribe to this podcast 
take a few minutes to write a review on iTunes. I really appreciate it. The Stronger Together podcast is brought to you by TogetherCouplesCounseling.com, where we help couples communicate better, trust more, and argue less. Please visit our website for more information on this podcast, our in-person couples therapy services, and online fitness coaching for couples and individuals. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to hearing from you.